Well, hello. Hi, thanks for joining me. This is Carl Markowski from the Playing On Podcast. Uh, this is episode number four. I had the chance to talk to Tyler Harmon. I was able to wrangle him up and uh, and get him over on the Skype video chat. And I actually recorded this on YouTube as well. Well, for YouTube. And um, it's going up right after the podcast goes up. Um, I had a great conversation with Tyler. It was it was very enlightening. Uh, it's a great kid, great paintball player, and uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. But before we get to that, just a couple thank yous from our sponsors, Planet Eclipse. Thank you. <laughs> do you guys like shooting great paintball guns? I do. Uh, I love shooting the LVR and the LV1. They also have the CS1. But hands down, Planet Eclipse is one of the best paintball markers, uh, marker manufacturers in the world. Uh, just guaranteed, I have not shot a better marker um, throughout my years of playing professional paintball or just paintball in general. Uh, Planet has come out with some of the, the most high-tech and most efficient and most the some of the best-looking markers, uh, as well as a bunch of soft goods. You can find all that on planeteclipse.com. And you can find anywhere from uh, headbands to pants uh, to jerseys, but you can find that all on planeteclipse.com. We are also sponsored by Vantrition for all of your sport supplement needs. They have a little thing called the Preload, and you take that before your match, get you all hyped up and ready to go. And, uh, and then after the match, about an hour or so after, uh, I have or I, I take a, uh, the Paintball Reload. And that kind of gets your body recovering back from, you know, doing any kind of uh, athletic activity. Athletic activity? <laughs> any, anything that involve, uh, involves athletics or heavy objects and moving them. Uh, but, yeah, you can uh, head over to Vantrition.com and you can find all of those goodies on the website. So thank you to Vantrition. Also a big thank you to Midwest Clothing. Uh, they supply me with headbands. They just came out with some new um, tiger stripe pants that I have actually down here. These fancy guys. Sorry for the guys listening or everybody listening on the on the podcast. The just the rustling. But thank you, Midwest Clothing. Uh, they do all kinds of custom work too, as well uh, with headbands and jerseys. Um, and they have everything up on the website. It's MidwestClothingLLC.com. Uh, just go over there on the World Wide Web, and you can find all that goodness over there. So, yeah, I don't want to keep you guys waiting anymore. Here is my interview with Tyler Harmon from San Diego Dynasty. <laughs> San, Diego, San Diego Dynasty. Yes, there it is. Hope you guys enjoy. See ya. kind of bummed up dude are we live it sucks yeah we're we're live we're going right now nice so i'm gonna put you on full screen all right dude thank you so much for being on i really appreciate it absolutely man thank you for having me no problem at all um you're definitely one of the one of the main guys that i want to have on just because of um dude i've watched when you were four foot five I saw you come up and play, and now you're like 650 feet tall. So, <laughs> and and your personality, your uh, your ability on the paintball field, and you're you're just a generally nice 
person and I, and I love it and I love people like that and I'm, I'm just stoked to have you on, man. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, dude, because I, I really care about this sport with all my heart and uh, that's why I've been doing it for, God, coming up on like almost 15 years pro and I'm only like 27. <laughs> it's, it's so nuts, dude. You no, yeah. I feel like no other sport is like, maybe skateboarding, yeah. snowboarding, but it's like yeah. paintball, you can start so young and, and go yeah. through the ranks, I feel, so quickly. That Absolutely. it's, I mean, that's what makes paintball so uh, so awesome. And I think that's what makes the great players like yourself and, and you know, I can name them all, but I think yeah. that the passion for the game, I think, is key on just how well and how great players just play overall and stay Absolutely. in it. Yeah, you got to have fire in your heart. You got to you got to want it more than anybody else. And that's what separates, you know, it's what separates champions from the losers. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh so let's start it let's start it back in the beginning. What uh what kind of got you into the game and how did you how did you get hooked in in paintball? Well, uh my uncle he took me out for my very first time when I was like, must have been like 11 years old. And we went and played at this gnarly, like abandoned slaughterhouse, you know, <laughs> just out in the middle of nowhere. It was a slaughterhouse? And, uh, yeah, it was this old abandoned slaughterhouse in the middle of, I don't even know where it's at, to be honest now. I was so young, but we brought our own scuba tanks and we filled up our own air and everything and had our, uh, you know, our paint and everything. And I was shooting like a spider or a titman and just like, you know, just like everybody else, just starting out with basic stuff. and. Um, I don't know, ever since I first picked up a paintball gun and shot it and we went out and played, like I would, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I'd, every, every day I'd come home and try and watch paintball videos and, you know, just got hooked and, uh, I would like keep my paintball gun under my bed, like ready to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like super weird stuff. But I just fell in love with, uh, the adrenaline rush that I got from like running and hiding and playing against someone. It's like laser tag for adults, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, it's uh, it was just a, a really big rush for me, and I just have never put down the paintball marker ever since that day, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's it has that weird feeling that you've never you never really feel, even with baseball, football, or did you play any oh, other sports in in high school? Oh yeah, I'm a sports fanatic. I've I've played every single sport that you can possibly imagine, like soccer, baseball, football. You know, and a lot of them are you know contact based, and paintball is in a way, but it's not so much that. You don't have to be, you know, bigger or taller, stronger. It does help at the professional level to mm -hmm. have those physical attributes, but paintball is just such a, a mental and like a spiritual game where it's really you have to dig deep inside of yourself like no other sport that I've ever played and uh, and really consciously be super aware of your surroundings because it's like a big chess match essentially. Oh yeah. So it's really unique. I yeah. feel like it's on on the mental level, I feel like it's like golf. Almost where you're, you, I mean, you're on a five man team, 10 man, whatever you're playing, but totally. it's so many individual decisions that it's like that, that mental ability that you need is, uh, yeah. is just absolutely like you have yeah. to have it. You have to, otherwise you're just going to crumble under the situations. Totally. And I love golf too. Like golf, snowboarding, paintball. Those are my favorite sports that I do. You're all over the place, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it all, dude. Sport. I'm just like. I'm a sports fanatic, fanatic and like the football game tomorrow. You know, I think that someday paintball, who knows, could be as big as these other sports and we could have tons of people watching it. It's just it's up to each and every one of us to take the responsibility on to to grow it in a positive light and, and share it with all of our friends and family and let them know, you know, about what it is that we exactly do. And and the fact that people think that, you know, 
it's a dangerous sport, but it's one of the safest sports out there. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we're all looking out for each other and we're all taking care of each other. So it's, it's a really good thing. And I think it has the potential to be, to be huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah. I think our obstacle is just getting people who don't know about it to care. Yeah. And absolutely. Because everybody inside the sport, it's like a huge family, you know, everybody cares about one another, like you said, and everybody's looking out for one another. But it's, it's that huge hill of getting people who just don't know nothing about it to be able to sit down, watch it, understand it, and care about it and be passionate about it as much as we can. Because that's why people tune in to hockey, uh, you know, football and watch Super Bowl Sunday and all that stuff is there. People are passionate about it. Even if they're not, they're still interested in it because I guess yeah. it's like an American pastime sport kind of thing. But uh, we have oh. to get that paintball over the the media side because the media too, with people having their yeah. goggles up and just making it seem like it's just this big joke kind of a sport, yeah. we got to get past that. And that's the totally. tough part. I know you see it in all these commercials and like, you know, TV shows where they got their, you know, no safety at all. They're just, you know, kind of having fun with the sport. But um, a lot of people don't even know that I exist or that you exist, that we, you know, play at a professional level where, you know, it's uh, it's something that has um, changed our lives forever because of the families that we've, you know, met and all the people that we've come in contact with. And, and uh, we've been able to, you know, really have a positive influence on a lot of youth. Paintball is one oh, of the yeah. biggest sports in the world. It's just what we do, you know, as professional paintballs on, on airball fields, that is not normal. People don't know about that. It's more of a, you know, recreational game right now. But, um, you know, with, with all of us working hard, it's going to get there someday. It's just, you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of time and passion and we'll all get it there. Yeah. It just takes time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's fingers crossed, man. I'm, I'm hoping it does. In, in my time playing the sport, I hope it yeah. does. Um, but like for my son, you know, I want maybe if, not even my son, but let's say kids coming up that are, you know, being born today in 20 years from now. I want them to have a future where they can provide for their family if they want to through this sport because there's other sports out there. I mean, people play darts and, and yeah. or you know bowling. Bowling is still around, yeah. And, yeah, and they there's there's you know big potential in those those sports to provide for their families in those sports, and I just hope that paintball someday can do that for our youth coming up, and that's really why I do this and, and what I'm still here for and fighting for is for the youth, and I'll continue to do that until I'm an old man, and hopefully someday we'll you know provide for everybody. Yeah, yeah, we'll be the old guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because I mean if you think about it, I remember I remember stepping into the sport in the game. And like I, when I grew up playing, I didn't really have the, probably the teams that you got to watch and, and see like dynasties yeah. and, and all those teams that you, yeah. you got to watch the greats play back then. Like I had, um, aftershock, but it was four hours away right. and I was still like early in the sport on kind of knowing what it was and competing and everything. But, um, but I, I would have loved to have been in your position to, to watch all the great players and the great teams practice and be able to be right there on the net and i mean i think that's another thing too that i don't think kids do enough is watch and 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 watch your watch the players that you enjoy uh watching and their play style and not just on paintball videos or anything like that like if you go to events watch the players that you like like how they play and study how they play why do they look this way for this certain long and then look at where they're looking and i don't feel like kids don't do that anymore they, they get a lot of repetitions in playing but i i feel like they don't soak it in as much as they as we did i guess you know what i mean yeah 
yeah totally being like i was i was always obsessed with like watching the pros like we would have iron man or cat factory which became yeah. like the old you know avalanche guys and they all merged and uh Bob Long's Ironman, I would I would meticulously watch not only how they played on the field, but them as people off the field. And I would try to be around the group of guys and listen to how they talk off the field, what what type of tactics they, they come up with off the field, because really that's when you come up with the, the real gems of knowledge is when you're sitting there talking to your teammate off the field and you guys crack a code and you're like, all right, this is what we're going to do in this situation. Because that's what it all comes down to is a bunch of little situations that you have to meticulously go over in your mind because they're going to arise on the field and once you can start to mentally see those situations and break through them then that's going to carry on to the field so you know we're only seeing a little spectrum when we watch a paintball game but there's a lot of work going on off the field that they're talking about and you know i would always try to like sneak over to their little area and listen like what they're talking about see how they act and and that all translates into our paintball game style and how we play and carry ourselves. So when you when you first started playing and you started getting addicted to it, you started playing more often. Um, yeah. What was the, what was the first team that you played on? Where you played in like a local event or something like that? How did uh, how did that come about? Yeah, um, actually, Rich Telford is like my godfather. <laughs> really, he put me on from a very young age, and um, you know, Robert Scott, he's a uh, old school pro he used to um, run a paintball store with my dad called twisted paintball and that was like my first team um, that I got to be a part of I was on twisted kids and then I made it onto the factory team and then I got onto Oakland assassin when I was like 14 through that that's right yeah yeah so like my very first tournaments were just like three-man tournaments you know local three-man tournaments with a couple of scraggle buddies who would all come together and go out and have a good time and uh it just, you know, it morphed from that into um, five man and then seven man, and that was really the the premier format for a long time was seven man. I love so, it. Uh, yeah, it was it was just a whole different, you know, you had your NXL which came about, um, kind of that's the new era of paintball, but we came out of the woods. That's where paintball came from was, you know, ten man, big, huge open fields, and then they, you know, made it more into of a, a tight game style with the seven man format. Um, you know, we've just been evolving. And I think that honestly, for viewers to watch and enjoy the next level of paintball that's going to come and really understand what's going on in the paintball field, mm-hmm. it's going to go to a two or a three man pro type thing. I think that's going to be the ease, most easily digestible format for people to watch. Yeah. And it'll kind of be like a tennis match almost where, you know, you have your, your, your 15, 30, 40, you know, and you, you get a point if you win that set and, Something yeah. like that, because right now it's like if you had we have ten players on the field in a five-on-five format. It's like watching ten basketballs get thrown around, you know, on a basketball court. Yeah, because each one of us is doing something unique. So many different things. Yeah, so I think that if we if we take it down and we have huge, you know, names that people like watching, you have Fedorovs and your Greenspans and your Olivers, you know, all these people, and they have two or three-man tournaments. You're going to have a really good turnout of a bunch of teams because it's less money to bring a yeah. couple people, right. you know, and it's going to be more easily digestible. And uh, I, I'm going to start, you know, trying to pull strings and get that to go. And you see the NXL is already doing like a two-man type thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's going to be where our future of high-level paintball is going to go is going to be into something like that, something more digestible. Because right now, 
viewers just don't even know what they're looking at when they watch a paintball game. There's just so many layers going on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that too and I didn't know what I was on the fence about with with the 2 on 2 was is it going to be like suspenseful enough? You know, like is it is it going to be too fast yeah. or is it going to be too slow? I guess I just have to watch it more, but because I I mean, I I know 5 man works just for the fact that it's like it's almost like uh I kind of compare it to hockey, right? Yeah. There's there you have one one puck that you're worrying about, but at the same time there's five guys with skates on going all over the yeah. you know all over the ice, um, and five on five is it, you can follow it a little bit. It's like you said, it's a little chaotic and everything like that though. But um, yeah. but I would be, I'd probably be interested to see like if maybe a three on three or um, yeah. and and just work our way down from like a five on five on five. But but then you start kicking yeah. in. It's like are the sponsors still going to be interested? Is it going to be now? Are there going to be even more teams because of less players and well, here's the kicker. This is the kicker. This is why I think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, nobody's lives are changing when they win a paintball tournament. Okay? I wish, dude. <laughs> nobody's lives are changing. Mm-hmm. You, if I win the Super Bowl of paintball, my life does not change one bit at all. I have the accolade. I have. It's the almost like another tournament. It is. I mean, it's, it's like not, that. but it is. You know, what I'm, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, in, in in regards to to being able to take my life to the next level, and if I win a tournament like that, I should be able to take my life to the next level and be able to to start knocking down new goals that are gonna, you know, I want to, um, you know, create a empire of a, a brand someday. Yeah. Right. I wanna I wanna be able to spread my paintball knowledge and love for the sport all over the world through that. I still have to slave and work to. <laughs> my paintball career yeah right? yeah it's not like it's not like i'm making a ton of money playing paintball it's and now with not. kids and the kids might think that's happening but it's mm-hmm. absolutely not and stay in school all right get your education become yeah. smart and work hard because that's i i've been working hard my whole life to play paintball and I, it's still not at a level yet where we're going to have a life-changing event if i win a tournament now let's say that you have a two-man tournament where every team pays in twelve hundred dollars for their two-man team mm-hmm. and you have a $75,000 pot. Yeah. Okay. Where this one one two man team is going to win maybe 30 or $40,000. Okay? That is life-changing money. Oh yeah. And I think that is uh, going to be a huge reason as to why the two man or three man will work because we're going to change lives. We're going to change lives when you win these things. Yeah. And it's going to have a, a a profound effect on the paintball community and it's also going to make people be better at paintball because you have to have good gun skills to win a two-man tournament, and you oh, have yeah. to have good communication. You know, you have to uh, to really work together as a good teamwork. So it still implements that team aspect, but it's just going to add another layer to where we can change lives. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's the next step. Yeah, I think when you when you put it that way, um, like yeah, when you go pro, it should there should be perks. Right, which 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 we definitely. I mean, we have perks. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But it's totally. like it's not, it's not life changing perks. I mean, that's that's pretty much the perfect way to say it. And Absolutely. and that's what we should have at the level that we're playing at. Because you know, growing up, uh, and I'm and I'm sure you were the same way. It didn't matter if we got paid a bunch or if we got a bunch of like I wanted just I wanted to play pro. I wanted to play against the best teams. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, you know I wanted to butt heads with all the best guys on the team. Um, and 
and everything else was kind of just an incentive. You know, it, it was just a perk. But yeah. but now it has to happen. Otherwise, it's just you're going to see more teams. I feel fold up, and absolutely. it's going to be. It's the last thing I want to do is see see teams fold up. No, absolutely, and and I still to this day I don't want like I was talking to somebody about this like I don't even want to be the one that is like on the the eye of the you know the focus or anything like that. I just want. For paintball to be successful, that's that's yeah. all that I really want. And whatever we have to do for paintball to be successful, and for people to really take another look at it and say, "Wow, I should be playing this sport." Look at these guys. Look at what's happening there. This guy, you know, just took his buddy, and they just went and uh, had the time of their lives and won a ton of money. And now they can start to, you know, maybe build a camp with their own local because it all starts local. And if if you have a bunch of people that are hungry and grinding locally, mm-hmm. it's going to translate into all the leagues. It's going to translate all over the place into more people playing paintball. And um, I think that uh, you know, I'm I've been talking with some people about you know trying to get something like that going, and um, you know who knows what the future holds, but it would be exciting to see like you know your favorite paintball players teaming up with another one of your favorite paintball players and playing a two man or three man event. And, oh yeah, uh, just another little fun spin on the sport. So it's uh, something on the back burner, but who knows? Maybe we'll get it going. <laughs> it's a great idea. I mean, that's yeah. we need another. And I've and I've always been wondering what the next big step for paintball yeah. is going to be. What's the, what's the next big technical advantage that's going to happen, or the next big just um, uh, yeah. what would you call yeah. it? Just the 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 five not not five man, but yeah, the three man, the format, the form, the format yeah. change. So it's. Totally. I'm always wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, and like, you know, we just have to kind of play our role, but we still have a a lot of um, influence on the community of paintball. One of us can change this whole thing if we just put enough thought power and heart power into it. Oh, 100%. Each other. We can all make it go through the roof. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. So I want to talk to you too a little bit about like your um your mental state <laughs> like there we go. dude full of energy I, I love it like i yeah. i i feed off of it to be honest man I, I i love the energy level that you have i love the positivity that you have um where does that where does that come from do you just is it all just blocked out and it's all just you know all you do is yeah. just think positive thoughts or you know, is there a process that goes into it no, man. I wish I could say that I always thought positively. I really try to, you know, constantly be a positive person. But, um, you know, life isn't easy and I have my ups and downs and I know we all do. But the one thing that I really stay tied to is the moment. I'm just so fastened into the moment that uh, I try to give thanks and appreciation for all these moments, these moments with you, all the you know people listening in who, who care about our sport and um, who want to see it grow just like I do. Um, I have to obviously shout out to my mom. <laughs> yeah. And like pretty much brainwashed me with all this crazy hippie nonsense and, and love power uh, because she's from it's Santa good. Cruz, you know, Santa yeah. Cruz hippie woman. And <laughs> my dad, my dad is a army ranger. Um, and he, it's like two totally opposite. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I have hippie Santa Cruz and Iowa, you know, Midwest army ranger. And, um, my dad is the one who I started playing paintball with and my mom and my dad both instilled a lot of really good qualities in me from them. Uh, God bless them. I have the greatest parents anybody could ever ask for. And, you know, I just really, I really have a big heart for, for people. 
and I really care about our sport. And so every chance that I get when I when I have my jersey on, or if you see me anywhere at the paintball field or just walking down the street, you know, I I love people and I have faith in us. You know, I know it's hard times out there and there's not much faith going on in each other, but I just I I can't turn my back on on us, and that's really where it comes down to is the human connection. That's what fires me up, and yeah. that's what keeps me going. So you had all that before Oliver, then? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I taught <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's good. I I feel like we, you know, everybody needs to put not not put the phones down because tech- I feel like technology has helped us out a lot like throughout the years and it and it it, it connects us yeah. but at the same time it kind of like separates us but it's that gray area yeah. you kind of need it but yeah I mean as as a person we need people right oh. we're, we're such a, a connected uh, being that I feel like we just you have to have another to talk mm-hmm. to when you, if you talk to yourself you're gonna go nuts you know what I mean? So just that the like feelings I, I I feel came from things you felt from other people, you know, because oh. you, that other person made you feel that way or the connections. And it just, yeah. I mean, that's, that's right. uh, we have to, we have to come together in the paintball community, outside the paintball community. Um, you're yeah. like, if you're just talking about a single person, you have to mentally just clear out all the bullshit and, oh. If you're gonna try and compete too, it's you have to clear out all the bullshit because if you don't, it's gonna eat away at you, and mm-hmm. you're not gonna be the same. You're just not. Yeah, and obviously, when it comes to paintball, when I step on the field, I'm an animal. Like this whole deal goes out the window. I go crazy, you know. Oh yeah. I'm just out there. I'm trying to feast, and uh, it's a it's a shift in consciousness, and that's what we're conscious beings, and that's what makes us so unique, you know, on this experience here on planet Earth is. We have the gift of consciousness and the the gift of creation. We're we're creators, and we can we can tune ourselves to create anything and manifest into our lives anything that we choose to. Oh yeah, it's the power of choice. And as long as we stay, you know, in the moment and and play with a pure heart and good people, you know, connect with good people, anything's possible. And we can like everybody out there. If you want to attain a goal, just you know, just really stay focused on on that goal and don't let anything shake you from it and stay true to yourself and be a good person cuz nobody wants to be around someone who's like yeah. you know not fun to be around so just stay positive and try and see the light in everything and, mm-hmm. and everything will start to click up yeah yeah and you don't see anybody who you, you don't see the people around who have burned bridges i mean that's right. and that's yeah. that's how i've i've always thought and no i don't want anybody to not like me. Obviously, there's going to be yeah. a shit ton yeah. of people who don't like me. You know what I mean? So there's there's always going to be those people. But I feel like the yeah. people that really know me and the people that know you, they know how we are. They know how you know genuine that, that someone can be. And I, f- I feel like that's kind of what wanted me to talk to you is you, you're – you just seem fucking genuine, dude. And that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I love about it. And it comes out on the paintball field too because – you know, some guys will go out there and they'll just, they'll be just super serious and then, you know, nothing else, nothing else matters. And, and right now, which we do that in the same way, but you don't let, you can't let the moment also bring you down. You have to kind of let it, let it be, you know, Absolutely. let it breathe. Just yeah. It breathe. You, you harness yeah. it, you harness it. <laughs> but when, when shit gets, shit gets going, you also have to be able to let it go and come to the yeah. next moment. 
Because it's a moment-by-moment moment thing, especially with paintball, point-by-point. Right. Point. It just never stops. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that's, what's, that's what excites me about going to paintball tournaments and being in the position, yeah. the position that you and I are in um, is that influential position. And then also we're playing at the highest level. So it's like so yeah. much is at stake, not just money or reputation yeah. or anything like that, but just the competitiveness of playing at the highest level is just, uh, I love it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, dude. and that's really that's all we've ever had in our sport, and that's you see we come back year after year because we love it. No matter what, we don't need money, we don't need any accolades, we don't need any of these, you know, anything. We just need our paintball marker, our buddies, go out there, go at each other, and you know the best players in the world. They're gonna show up, and we're gonna have a good time. That's oh, yeah. what it's all about. So have you um have you ever fought through any kind of uh, any kind of major injuries or surgeries or anything like that? Has anything ever yeah. kind of slowed you down? Actually, yeah, I dislocated my knee, um, not at the last World Cup, but the one before the last World Cup, and that took me a little while to get back from. Um, you know, I, I thank God I didn't tear anything. It was just like a dislocation and um, nothing really too major, mm -hmm. but uh, I've broken my hand, I've sprained my ankles, I've done a lot of like things to myself, but thankfully... You know, I, I don't know why I heal pretty quick, and I've been yeah. able to. I've never really missed too much paintball um, because of an injury. Thank God. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. I uh, I haven't had, but man, I had I had a shoulder issue one time where I was actually playing uh, flag football, and I came oh. to, and I I laid out for a catch, and it was like soft ground, and my shoulder went right into the ground, and I heard a crunch, <laughs> and I thought I I thought I had snapped my uh, my clavicle, or my collarbone, Oof. and I I. Yeah. I couldn't move it or anything like that, and I was looking to see if anything was poking out, but nothing was poking out, but I still couldn't move my shoulder. <laughs> oh my it was the very first pass of the game, and I went to the hospital. I ended up I ended up tearing my, I think it's called an ACL joint that was up here, and now I have like this giant, like, I don't know if you can see it, but it's like a big <laughs> like dent in my shoulder, and it never healed right, but I, I have all motion and everything like that, but yeah. yeah, I've I broke all my fingers. All my fingers are jammed and broken, and <laughs> I I think I rolled an ankle once, but my um, my meniscus is actually the first thing, the first time where I've had surgery, and it's dude, it's terrible. I'm somebody who who I always have to be doing something. I have to keep my mind yeah, going. It's way. driving me crazy. Dude. I know you're it's, like going stir crazy. Like, going stir crazy. Yeah. My my dad's been through that too. Like he has double knee replacements and all that, and so I've seen and I've I've known a lot of people that you know have gone through that. So. You know, I hope you heal up well and everything goes well. But it's it's really tough. That's a tough thing when your knees, yeah. you know, injure like that. Me too, man. Because I want to, like, I haven't been able to play at all this off season. Yeah. Just because yeah. I, I probably could, but I don't, just, no, don't, but but don't the, yeah, exactly. The thing is, is that I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out prematurely and just screw oh, it up right. even more, and then the season shot. I'd rather, because yeah. it's no, really going to be the deadline. Until the uh, practices come up, is I'm going to be able to see if I'm not going to be able to play yeah. or not. Like Carl, you know how to play ball, bud. I mean, you don't <laughs> have to go out there and rush it. You just take yeah. it easy because you don't want to. You don't want to like put yourself out even further. No, like that. no, yeah. it's it's been tough though because you know Dude, we're trying know. to catch up to you guys. You, yeah, because you guys are playing all the time, so it's like yeah. that's it's such a tough part out here because all the fields for me, the the indoors are probably. Two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. Like everybody's about three hours away. 
Wow. And indoor. Yeah. And nothing against the indoors, but it's it's a fucking indoor. Nobody has really yeah. good light, and it's kind of just it's I, slimy. I it's yeah. So, um, yeah. so we're always trying to catch up to you guys for the first event, and it's not an excuse. It's just kind of it is it is what oh, it is. Yeah. But um, yeah. and and I think that uh, bringing it back into into like professional paintball, I think that kind of there needs to be a balance and I don't think, I don't know if there's ever going to be of teams who are well-funded and I don't know how you guys run or anything, but like teams like impact or like a heat where they're, where it's well-funded, they can fly out to practices, they can play wherever. Um, and I, I wonder if we're across the board, if we're ever going to get that way, because a guy actually, I had a friend of mine ask, he goes, you should talk about on the podcast if there should be like a salary cap or not, or if there should be some kind of, um, some kind of, ceiling and i told him i was like yeah there's no but there's no minimum for there to be a uh, a ceiling there's got to be a bottom because not everybody's getting paid so it's just i don't know if it's ever going to across the board be that way and actually be equal all the way around i don't know what you think that's a very good um thought process there i've never really thought about that but yeah we don't we don't have a cap on either the lower or the you know higher extremities of, of what a team can spend to become you know what they're going to be. But that is uh, that's a very unique aspect of pro paintball. Is that like you said, there are some the top you know four teams are probably the wealthiest four mm-hmm. teams, you know, and that that's not okay. That's not because it is it's just kind of widening the gap on you know on uh your accessibility to how much you can play and yeah uh, yeah that's a really interesting concept there well never really... and i i don't think i'm sorry to cut you off i, I don't mean no. i i don't think that it's the players on the team either and i think what makes those teams really good is that they play together all that they can afford to play together all the time that's right. and yeah, i think that's what yeah yeah totally because that's huge that's monumental. Yeah, yeah, especially for uh, a professional or any team, you know, to play together all the time is 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 huge. And I think that for them to be able to afford that is yeah. the biggest thing because you can have all stars on your team, but if you're if you don't yeah. have the money to get them together all the time and practice all the time, it's going to be a shit yeah. show because you're just yeah, not going to be able to get your stuff together. Totally. I have to know, like, when I'm out there on the field with my brothers, I have to know what they're going to do before they do it, just because I know them as a person. Exactly. You know what I mean? And uh, you see that in a lot of great sports. They hang out with each other all the time. They know each other to the core. Mm-hmm. That way, when they're put in tough situations, they can read their teammate and know exactly what they're going to do and, and have a better understanding of how to break something down and different situations yeah 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 I, I thought of it as you have to trust the guy next to you and he has to trust you to be able to do each other's jobs as well as your own you know what i mean so it's like it's totally. almost an all-encompassing trust that totally. you're just gonna you don't have to think about it and the guys on your team don't have to think about it you just do it yeah it's just second nature because you guys have been playing together for so long yeah and you're right that that is a huge difference maker in you know in these top tier teams they're playing paintball together all the time, every weekend almost, you mm-hmm. know? And that costs a lot of money. Paintball is not a cheap sport. No, it's, it's not. A, it's a luxury sport. It's, um, you know, it's just like motocross or snowboarding, you know? Oh, yeah. You got to you gotta continuously be, um, you know, buying the paintballs, the gear, and making sure everything's good. And 
the flights, all the money it costs to get people out there, the paintballs, it's, you know, a lot goes into it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a very key point that you brought up there as to why certain teams and individuals excel is the amount of, you know, time that they have been blessed with to play. Yeah. It's just crazy. And I think that's when he was talking about the salary cap, I think that's when it would come into effect is if all the teams had the money, like all the other teams and then, okay, you can start doing salary caps and doing whatever you want. But I think until that, that solid, yeah. you know, roundabout plateau is, is there, I think that's the only way you're going to be able to enforce anything like that. Otherwise the teams are just going to be spending as much money as they can yeah. to, uh, to, yeah. to play. Well, maybe someday we'll have like, you know, little paintball arenas all over the country. And That'd be then, sweet. Um, we can have like, you know, we'll have Sacramento, we'll fly, and they're going to play Orlando tonight. And it's all broadcast over wherever it's broadcast. And then, you know, the next week you have this team flying out here to play them and they play, mm -hmm. you know, for, for whatever. And you have a like a basketball season or, or a football season. And then at the end, after all the games, whoever's won enough games, then you'll have, you know, the Super Bowl type deal with paintball or something like that someday where yeah. we can have actual paintball areas where we have a big broadcasting station and viewers and but once again it all takes the narrow <laughs> yeah <And laughs> it's yeah it's gonna be a while before we see that but it's good that we're processing these types of things and really thinking it shows that we care about the future and, and I know that we all care about the future of paintball and that's mm -hmm. why it's gonna be successful yeah we care everyone cares so what what do you think about this year? Do you, um, because I know you guys lost uh, Dalton to to yeah, Impact. Uh, I didn't. I never. I didn't see right that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't see that coming, or even hear anything about it, like uh, until it actually happened. Um, no, I'm very. I'm happy for Dalton. He's got to do what he's got to do. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, um, I what I'm got mixed feelings. You know, I, I love the guy, and I think that. Um, He's going to be very successful anywhere he goes, mm -hmm. but it's actually, it's going to be good for Dynasty, you know, no disrespect to Dalton, but we have a lot of players on our team and we have a lot of good players, really good players. Yeah. So this is going to um, kind of take some stress off of our, uh, our bench and um, give us an opportunity to really showcase what we have and what we've had for, you know, the last four or five seasons. And I think that we... We're always right there. We're always a top-tier team that can win world championships at any moment. Mm -hmm. It's just we have to show up. You got to be in the moment, and really, you got to capture the moments. You know, the, there's opportunities that are always there and they're ready to be captured. You have to be ready to capture the moments, and that's what we're going to do this season. <laughs> capture. <laughs> so, do you guys plan on adding anybody? Um, no, no, we're not going to add anybody. We're we're staying with what we got, just minus Dalton. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited to see uh, see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited for Dalton too because he's having a he's having a little minion. He's having a baby, and the family yeah. grows. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that baby's going to be here in no time, and he's got to provide. And Impact's going to give him the opportunity to do that, and uh, and he's going to play in Europe as well. So I'm very proud of him, and I'll miss him. I love him. Um, but you're still a trainer. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> I love you, Dalton. It's um. All my heart. I've always wanted to play in Europe. I never got the chance to. Always wanted yeah. to. I never even been to Europe actually. Yeah, I went. I went one time last season. I've only I've been invited, but I'd never go because I uh, just I play in America and I, I work really hard. You know, mm -hmm. I own my own company doing uh, pest control. Shout out to Harmon Pest Control. Hell yeah! And uh, 
that's what I do. That's my day job. And I, I hunt termites in, during the week and then I hunt people on the weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good slogan. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, uh, you know, working really hard and it's, it's a grinder. Paintball is not an easy industry or sport to be in. It's a, it's a real grinder, but it's so rewarding because of all the amazing people and the amazing experiences that we get to have. And, you know, it's, it makes us more well-rounded people being able to get outside of our bubble of our city and go to different cities and play paintball. And um, this sport will show you yourself like no other sport has because it's, it's the sport of war. You know, you're oh, in yeah. the trenches. It's yeah. going to show you what you're made of when, when it comes down to it. You're going to, you know, you're going to either have to push through or you're going to get eliminated and you guys are going home. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a, an amazing time, an amazing sport to be a part of. It's amazing. So, uh, so being a dad, how yeah. does and and soon to be uh, two times dad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how does that? Uh, how does that affect your your life at home? Uh, you know, and and then how does that affect your your paintball life? Yeah. Uh, well, thankfully, I have the greatest woman in the world by my side, and uh, I couldn't do it without her or my family and her family. It's. It takes a tribe to raise, you know, these kids. So oh, yeah. we have very good um, support, and uh, like I said, I couldn't do it without them. Um, it's definitely a little bit different, you know. I um, I work out with Theo on my back now, so he he, you know, is like my little training weight. He's on my back while I do push ups and and pull ups and stuff. Nice. So uh, like he's pushing me, she pushes me. I have a great support system, um, and. I couldn't do it without Sarah and my family because she, you know, makes sure that I'm fed. She knows that, you know, I have a lot that I'm trying to accomplish in my paintball career. And she really, really pushes me to be the best that I can be. And that's what you have to have. You know, um, life's all about human experience, like we were talking about earlier. And mm-hmm. we have to be very, very consciously aware of the human experiences that we choose to become a part of because they're going to have a huge influence on our life. Oh, yeah. So, I'm very fortunate that I have connected with these people because Sarah is, uh, I've known her since high school. We dated in high school and she's always, you know, been the love of my life. And um, it's just amazing that we're able to create this chemistry together. And she's, she's just the greatest. I can't say enough good things about her. I couldn't do it without her. Yeah. Nothing would work without her. What's the saying behind every great man is a great woman or something like that? It, yeah, because there's no way I'd be able to do what I'm doing without the support of, uh, of my wife. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a timeless experience, too, because she knows that I'm not going to do this forever. Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to play at the top level of paintball forever. So while I'm here, she's she's putting it all out there for me and supporting me 110 percent because she knows that someday. You know, I'll be able to have those weekends off where we can we can share every moment together and yeah. you know really um, dig into all the time that's possible for us. But uh, while I have this opportunity, she's she's by my side, feeding me, pushing me to get in the gym, and and really working me so that I'm the best that I can be, which is hard to find. It's really hard to find. I'm very very grateful that I uh, have such good family. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's all about family. Yeah, that's what I. That's I can't give my wife enough credit too because while I'm gone she's keeping the little monster in line and she's yeah. making sure he's <laughs> yeah. fed and she's you know she's a stay-at-home mom so she's you know yeah. raising him from the morning to night to morning and night morning and night and 
And, you know, while we're gone at the tournaments and everything, she's just 100% doing it on her own. And it's, it's amazing how that they, how they can do that. Just day to day. All the moms out Yes. There. Thank oh you, moms. God, you're the greatest. <laughs> we <laughs> wouldn't be here way. literally without yeah. you. <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, it's like little shifts in like awareness like that. I don't think, I don't think there's enough love for the moms out there, you know, like, when we got to do it for for our families, for for our mothers, for the mothers of the future, you know, and like mm-hmm. we got to really, um, you know, nothing's promised. We have to take advantage of every moment and, and make sure we're doing our best we can to provide for everything. Um, so I'm gonna bring it back to uh, to to paintball again for a little bit. Um, who who do you like watching play? Like who who can you sit down and just watch them play? And no matter what they do, it's just kind of like, man, that's yeah. you just enjoy it. Um, Fedorov, I love watching him play, just because he's very passionate and he's smart, really smart guy. And uh, his, uh, you know, paintball is a lot of gun skills and mm-hmm. awareness. That's really what it comes down to: is who's going to be the most aware, who's going to make those big shots, and you always see him pulling that kind of stuff out. Um, stylistically. My favorite player to play uh, probably used to be like Josh Davey. Josh Davey yeah. from Canada. He used to play on Dynasty and, and Bob's team. Dude, I was watching. I, I just, just going to say this. I was watching, um, was it so- Soldiers of uh, Misfortune? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was watching Josh Davey play, and I was like, you know who that motherfucker looks like? Tyler. <laughs> he he yeah. straight up does. I, I thought about it right in watching his segment. I was like, man, he, he looked, <laughs> they, you guys have a similar play style. Totally. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, 14, 15 years old when I first got on the, you know, they beat me up for a while on Oakland when I first got on, I was like 13 and oh, yeah. I didn't really play tournaments for like probably like six months. They just beat the crap out of me at practices. And like, I would travel to the tournaments, maybe play a game or two, but they were really, when I first got on Bob's team was just like, you know, getting me ready to, to be out on the field against these grown men because i'm just still like a little kid you know? <laughs> yeah and uh i was still you know um you know mopping up these these guys out there a little bit but it was i was nowhere near at the level where i would you know grow into through bob's camp and like watching you know riley sullivan josh davy um the ogs like you know crazy arnold francisco and, <laughs> yeah like, yeah you know john marquez these were all my mentors and my my like overseers when I was a little kid and I picked up a lot of my stylistic play and my mental play from obviously all those guys and I've had to metamorphosize over the years through my growth as a human too because like you said I started out as like one of the shortest pro players yeah and now one of the tallest pro players in the circuit so I've had to like learn over and over again how to play as I grew and my different you know body style obviously so now I um you know, I used to play the snake. Now I play more of a support role or I'll play lead Doritos because, you know, I'm 6'2". Uh, I can still get pretty small, but I'm a pretty big guy now. Yeah. I'm pretty tall. Yeah. I think that's one of your biggest attributes is uh, is your height, but then also yeah. you can get super tiny, which is which is huge totally. too. And those Doritos, man, you got you to gotta get small. And I think you play that role perfectly. Yeah. Um and I think one of your biggest things too is your 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 shot and your communication are are, are money. I enjoy watching. You're one of the players that I enjoy watch. Or I enjoy uh, play. Like it's awesome. And um, 
Yeah, it's, it's on and off the field. Uh, you're a big influence uh, still to myself, as well as uh, I'm sure a ton of kids out there. But even though you're younger than me, I I still you're still a big influence for me. Uh, just yeah. to stay positive and and, and drive, and yeah. um, you know that's. Yeah, I love that. Oh, that yeah. means a lot to me. Like I I I've always you played for excessive. You were out here all the time. Yeah, we've always been brothers for a long time, and that really. That means a lot to me, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, no it's it's the truth, and um, yeah, that's why I want to have you on again. Is oh man, yeah, it's I, I I enjoy watching it, and um, so another question that I had. Let's see, I even I wrote it down because I know I couldn't okay. remember it all. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, which one was it going to be? It was oh, how long do you think you have? to play still like i mean because eventually we're going to hit that breaking point especially some of the guys on the team uh they're a little yeah. bit older um when or have any of them kind of talked about you know maybe in a few years hanging it up or or when do you think you are probably going to start uh, start winding down yeah i don't i don't see me stopping playing professional paintball anytime soon um hopefully i can be in my mid-30s before that happens or you know push it as far as i can go um, I know that, like you said, you know we have we have the greatest team in my opinion in the world with these guys that we have surrounded by. I don't even know how this happened. I, <laughs> I looked up to these guys, you know, my whole life, and now I get to play side by side with them, and that is the greatest honor I've ever had in my whole life. Like, even if I was to stop playing paintball today, I can say that I I really accomplished what I set out to just by you know. Um, obviously, you know, winning some big tournaments and, and growing as a human and being able to play alongside these like Jedi masters that I yeah. like looked up to my whole life. And I've learned so much from Oliver and Alex and Ryan and Yosh and, you know, the whole core of Dynasty that it is today and all of the forefathers, too, that came through Dynasty, you know, watching them all as I grew up. And uh, I don't see this slowing down for me anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that the guys on my team, I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. They still have more fire than just about anybody out in the circuit. <laughs> they still want to win tournaments just like anybody. And, um, you know, God willing, I hope they play forever. You know, yeah. I hope that they never hang up the gun because they've they've always been there for me. They will. Uh, it's just they're they, just going to be yeah. around forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I hope so. I love that. I can't wait. I so, can't wait to be uh, playing alongside them forever. What uh, What got you on the team? Like, how did that come about? Uh, I approached them. I, I said that I wanted to make the team, and I, I drove down to San Diego like three weekends in a row. It's like a seven-hour drive for me from where I live. I mm -hmm. live up in Northern California in Modesto, and uh, so drove down a few weekends in a row and put in work and practiced and uh, made the squad, and the very first tournament – see, here's the crazy thing. Like four or five seasons ago, people were saying that Dynasty will never win again because they hadn't. They hadn't won a tournament in a long time. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of speculation that, you know, people want Dynasty to die because we're the greatest team that's ever <laughs> lived, right? They, they're like, these guys can't do this forever, right? No, that's not right. We're going to do this forever. So, like, they didn't think that we were going to be able to do it. And but our very first tournament together, me, Kyle, Brandon joined the team. And uh, we went out and we won our our first tournament, a pro tournament that they had won in a long time. And we went back to back 
on wins. And we won another one later on in the season. And we won the world title um, for 2013. So, like, we uh, we set a new precedence for what the future of Dynasty is going to be. Mm-hmm. And now we're still building that to this day. Um, we, you know, obviously have acquired Marcelo and Alex Rodriguez, and uh, who are phenomenal, phenomenal paintball players. And, you know, that's really what it comes down to is um, each of us all working hard together and, and building this thing continuously because it's every moment's brand new and we're yeah. not promised anything. We have to continue to work hard for it. Yeah. Now, what team were you on uh, before you headed over to uh, Dynasty? I was playing, I was hopping around um, ever since I lo- left Bob Long because mm-hmm. Bob Long's camp kind of closed down. They stopped doing, once the seven man went away, um, Bob didn't have a pro team anymore. Was that 2011? It, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, it was it was a weird time for me because I didn't have a family anymore, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing professional with Bob since I was 14 till I was about 19 or 20. And then um, I had to find a new family, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I went and played for Tampa Bay Damage. Um, it was a phenomenal camp, and uh, I played for Edmonton Impact, obviously a phenomenal camp. And then um, I reached out to Dynasty after Impact and uh, talked with Ryan and wanted to come out and make the squad and, and uh, made the squad, and the rest has been history ever since then. I've been with the team for five seasons now. This will be the fifth season. Yeah, yeah, because I, I missed a whole bunch of shit when I left. I left at the end of yeah. 2009. And uh, it didn't come back until like midway through 2013. So I really had no idea when I came back what was going on. Honestly, I didn't even know if I was ever going to come back. You know, I, I, at the end of 2009, when I told, uh, I told Travis from Infamous, I was like, dude, I just, for some reason, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. And I couldn't justify leaving and then wasting their time. And, and if, if I just wasn't. I don't feel like I was playing my best. I, I don't feel yeah. stuff was kind of up and down at, at home. And, uh, you know, it was it was definitely a weird time for me. And, I, and so much so much happened when I was gone. And it yeah, sucks because I, 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 I won't get that back. I, so Because, you know, all yeah. those paintball memories we have of the, the roster changes and the, and the wins and the losses and all this, I, I won't have that. So when I came yeah. back in 13 uh, – it was just like this whole new me that came about and I got to grow all these new, you know, paintball memories and everything. So it's interesting to see kind of what happened and, and, and learn yeah. kind of where, where you went and where you came from. And, uh, yeah. I, I think you found a great family. I think you fit in perfect. Yeah. Um, I think the, I love- the guys on the team that you're learning from are the best in the biz. So totally. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. And it's not just paintball either. They teach me a lot about life. They're really good good humans you know yeah like they have uh, a lot uh, that they've accomplished in their lives and um obviously you know alex a phenomenal businessman oliver spiritual guru yeah um blake yarber teaches me uh how to repair things you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like they just learn everything from these guys and i couldn't ask to have you know a better group of guys surrounded by and and to call my brothers that we go into war together with yeah it's a uh, 
unique experience. Everybody's so different on that team. Yeah. Like they, they, you guys have all such different personalities, and I think I think at times yeah. they probably clash, but at times I feel like it's just so fluid that you can't even tell that. You yeah. Know, that you guys are any different. Yeah, we're like a crazy band, you know, just a bunch of crazy guys running around. I just watched Push too. It's funny, like. Um, who was it? Ed Porman was saying that he's like, you know, we're more like a band. You got Rocky Cagnoni and Chris Lasoya and all these guys. I'm like, it's just, uh, it's, it's not something that we do for, like I said, the accolades. We do it for each other because we love each other and we love the sport. And mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of uh, passion for the game, and that, yeah. that's probably why we've been able to be successful team is because we, you know, we care about each other and we care about the sport and moving it forward and. And always be on a progression. You know, we don't want to stay stagnant. We got to yeah. keep moving. You know, one of the things uh, that stick in my mind from Push is is yeah. that is that part where uh, Ed <laughs> Porman, cool. yeah, where he goes like this. He goes, Ed Porman. He's like, the Italian wants it melted. <laughs> yeah. like he's he's on the grill and he's putting cheese on there. But my my, I want to say, um, Sunday Drivers is probably uh-huh. is probably one of my favorite paintball oh, movies. It's I know. It's amazing. That was that was right here in my backyard too, with like you know Telford and uh, that whole camp. You know, um, just been very fortunate to be surrounded by paintball. I, I didn't know growing up in Modesto that I would have you know the franchise Rich Telford living here, and um, <laughs> it's it's really uh, I got lucky. I got lucky that I was born you know in this area, and because California is kind of like what Hawaii is to surfing, essentially mm-hmm. like. It's kind of where tournament paintball birthed from, um, and uh, like Field One paintball is a spinoff of like just a little. So you guys know what Field One is. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Branding um, and Field One. The reason they called it that is uh, there's a field here in the Bay Area called Mayor Island, uh, and uh, they had a field out there that they would play at. All the original Dynasty guys are mostly NorCal guys. And that's like where they would all go meet up at and play is at Field One in Mare Island. And that's why they came up with that that name for the company. That's cool. Yeah, I was wondering where it came from. Yeah, so it's it's like a little spinoff of old school paintball and all the guys playing at Field One uh, up here in Northern California. I forget where I heard about Mare Island from. I think it was... Maddie probably talked about it, but I think it was, I think it was in Serial Killers too. Yeah. Or in yeah. in Serial Killers, the first one. Uh, I think, yeah. um, I think it was Alex or Oliver's part where they were talking about it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they do talk about it in there, and that's it's crazy to think about because we think of San Diego Dynasty being a Southern California team, but really all the guys are from Northern California on that moved down to Southern California from Dynasty and. Uh, Yosh Rao, he just moved back up here to NorCal, and Alex and myself, we live up here in NorCal, so we have, you know, a few guys up here and a few down south, and um, we all meet up and fly down to Camp Pendleton, and that's where we practice at, but that's a, it's interesting to to know the, the history behind, you know, this team is mostly based out of this area, and I would have never guessed that, you know, when I was growing up, I, I didn't even really know any of that before I got into paintball, and the more I fell in love with the sport, the more I realized that I'm like sitting in a mecca point of where this is all booming out of, which is just luck, you know, just dumb sheer luck that that would happen. And, yeah. And uh, that I would fall in love with this sport where it's at. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good uh, a good spot to 
to end it. For sure, brother. I think we had a pretty good conversation. I definitely want to get with you uh, at an event sometime this year. Yeah, and um, I mean, even though this was an amazing conversation, uh, I'm sure it'll be a hundred times better face to face. The energy, the energy is that much better anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I can high five. <laughs> exactly, we can high five and handshake during the interview. Yeah, <laughs> cool, man. Well, I really appreciate uh, any shout outs or anything like that for uh, you, you'd like to give out. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to God, the highest power, and uh, to the paintball community. Thank you guys for continuously, you know, spreading the love of the sport to everyone out there. And um, it's all up to us. We have to just take it one day at a time and and one connection at a time. Um, huge shout out to HK Army and to Field One Paintball, um, Camp Pendleton, ANS Gear, um, First Strike, our tanks. Thank you um, to all of our sponsors who help support us. And uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. HK, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, just and thank you, Carl, for having me on, man. It's yeah, no a problem. Really cool thank idea. you. I, I wish you guys much success on this adventure, and I hope that uh, you get a lot more cool podcasts and just run around and have fun, play paintball. Hell yeah, man! Uh, I'll I'll definitely see you at the in Vegas, and cool. um, we'll have to we'll have to meet up there sometime, hang out for a little bit. Definitely, we'll definitely meet up. We'll do another one of these. Hell yeah, bud! We'll see you then, alrighty. All right, brother. You take care. All right, Thanks see you, man. Later. Right, later bud. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that little podcast from Tyler Harmon and myself. I had a great time. Thank you very much, Tyler, for joining me and uh, and making an awesome podcast. And now a quick thank you to our sponsors, Planet Eclipse. Thank you guys very much for supporting myself as well as this podcast. You're an awesome company. You make awesome products. Um, I am very, very fortunate to be able to uh, to shoot your guys' uh, equipment, your, uh, your LV-1, your LVR, uh, as, well as, as well as your CS1. Um, thank you very much for that. Thank you, Fantrition, for supplying me with the uh, an awesome supplement, the Paintball Preload, as well as the Paintball Reload. If you guys haven't yet, definitely give them a try, Fantrition.com. And a big thank you also goes out to Midwest Clothing. Uh, these guys are bringing out product left and right. It's all awesome. They have great pants. They have great jerseys. Uh, their headgear is awesome. Please go check them out at MidwestClothingLLC.com. Thank you guys again for joining me. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. Uh, I'm also over on YouTube, Carl Markowski, uh, Instagram, C. Mark Hizzle, and Facebook, Carl Microwave Markowski. Uh, so I hope you guys had a good time, uh, and we will see you again soon. Take care, everybody.